You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to Healthy AF. Today's edition, what not to wear. What not to wear. Actually, you know, I think we could get in trouble for that. There's some. There might be some copyright issues there. Probably. We're continuing our random topic series, part two, and we're talking about footwear, right, Dave? Footwear, yeah. So, What should you wear on your feet? It's a, it's a good question. Uh, you'll see me sometimes working out with socks on. Sometimes you'll see me wearing shoes, and sometimes you'll see me wearing, like, minimalist shoes. Sometimes you'll see me wearing big, poofy, maximalist shoes. No, All right, so I, let, let's go through the, the gamut here. Uh, is it – so at the at the base, you've got barefoot. Barefoot. Then minimalist. Then what? And then you got moderate, medium. Like moderate control. Yeah, yeah and then you got maximalist. And then you got, like, the, like the big black – Brooks blocks that you can put on your feet. Yeah, right. Yeah. You got there's a lot of different types of <laughs> shoes you can wear. So I think more than rather thinking about like specific brands or anything, what should you look for in a shoe? And so I think let's look at activities. Um, I think regardless of the shoe, you want to look for something that has a wider toe box. All right, so that's the part where your toes fit because you want your toes to be able to splay out and you want them to be able to spread out. Why do you want them to splay? I mean, that comes back down to the proprioception and just healthy toe function. If you're, think about like putting your toes, keeping them confined close together. We want our toes to be able to actually move kind of similar to our hands individually. So if yep. we're wearing shoes that keep our toes close together, then that's not going to be a good strategy for our toes, for our feet. Yeah, and I think this is why you see uh, a lot of bunions too, you know, which is pretty much a dysfunction or deterioration of that big toe joint. Yeah. Where that big toe starts to uh, fold in towards the other toes. Yeah. And along with that, too, you want a flexible toe box. Like, you don't want a firm, solid toe because you want your toes to be able to flex and extend and be able to move. All the more reason to get something that has a flexible, wide, pretty pretty open toe box. You don't want your toes to feel like they're smushed together. Okay. That sounds good. What you else? Want, you want something with good arch support. Your arch is one of the top areas of your body that has a lot of what we call mechanoreceptors. So basically senses the ground. And um, But what if I have a great arch? If you have a great arch, you still want some good arch support. So you want something that, mm. will, that will let your wow. arch. I didn't know that. You want something that will let your arch collapse and open and but bounce back up. And unfortunately with our ground, our feet are designed to like walk on like hiking trails, stuff that's not paved. But we've turned our world into a paved environment. And so having something with good arch support, especially if you're somewhere where you're going to be on flat ground a lot, is going to be really helpful for your foot and your proprioception in your feet. I like that. Okay, so when would I need a more stable shoe versus maybe a less stable shoe or more of a minimalist I would say maybe a less stable shoe if you're going hiking on trails that, you know, outside or something like that, if you're going to be on, like, grass that's not paved and everything but you also still need to train your body to get used to that like you don't just go from wearing shoes all the time to going barefoot all the time maybe start with like graded exposure 15 minutes and then gradually get more and more less 
less shoe oriented because I've seen a lot of people go with like minimal shoes and get hurt because they go from zero to 60 with it. Yeah, case in point, myself. I bought the five fingers and I wore them around all summer and what do you know? I had Achilles tendonitis and plantar fasciitis. Yeah, but Corey never likes to go graded exposure. He likes to jump all over. Uh, yeah, it's go, go big or go home, right? That's true, it's true. But, you know, part of it, Dave, you know, we like to kind of experiment on ourselves. Yeah. Better us than messing up people that come in here. True. <laughs> okay, so... What would you say for maybe somebody who's pronates really bad? Then you definitely want very solid arch support to help get to help build up that arch and help take away that pronation. Yeah, and, and I, someone like that probably is not going to want to go barefoot for any time soon. Yeah, so how could they maybe work up towards a place where they're barefoot? Because I think what we run into a lot is people. Let's. Let's take Hoka, for example. I think Hoka's, it's it's a great shoe. Sure, R- running them, have fun in them. But I think the drawback sometimes is you've got this big thing on your foot and your feet start to lose their ability to kind of the proprioception that you're talking about. And some of those muscles in your feet just kind of go dormant. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I would say you got your muscle, you have muscles in your feet. You have to train your feet just like you would train any other muscle in your body. For the sake of time, I don't know if we want to go too far into that topic, but that's going to be probably another topic you should stay atten- pay attention to and look for of how you train your foot, how you strengthen those muscles in your feet. Yeah, I, I would say one of the ways that you can start just really simple is you can go barefoot in the weight room on exercises where your foot is stationary. Yeah. So maybe like a squat, you can practice because you're not like walking through a gait cycle where you're making your foot necessarily go through this whole range of motion, but you can kind of practice working those muscles um, in your feet. And obviously there's different exercises you can do. There's toe exercises you can do, which we can't demonstrate um, with this platform being an, uh, you know mainly from an audio perspective, but that's where I encourage people to start, especially if like- content right there. Yeah, especially if you're a runner, if you need a lot of support, um, a way to kind of wake your feet up, think about doing some type of barefoot work in stationary positions in the weight room. Upper body is a great way to do that too. Um, yeah. Because you're not going to be using your feet for many upper body exercises. Yeah. If you are, I kind of want to see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, might be doing something wrong. Uh, so like most of the things we talk about, it kind of depends on where you are, what your goal is. But I think we both agree that the foot often gets neglected in terms of strengthening those muscles because of our footwear. And so we would both be in support of a supportive shoe. No pun intended. I see what you did there. Um, But at the same time, you can't neglect to take care of your feet in terms of strengthening. Definitely. So to summarize, I would say when you're looking for a shoe, look for something that has an open and flexible toe box. Look for something that has a stable arch and good arch support. And then also look for something that, you know, we didn't get too much into, but has a stable heel. Something that won't let your heel slide around a ton. All right, those three things will go a long way in helping keep your feet healthy, but then also look for opportunities to take your shoes off and strengthen your feet. And of course, make sure that you stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. 
We'll see you on the next show.